All right, we're back for another episode of Fresh and Fit. We don't know how many more times we're going to be saying that, but here we are once again. We're happy to be here. Let's go. James, it's good to see you. Let's go. Today, it's good to see you. Other days, I don't know, but today, it's good to see you. That's okay. Um, I feel that way about you, too, as well. You already were ridiculing my pauses, which I don't know what the issue is with those, but we are here. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be alive. Uh, first show of 2024, and we have a special guest. Uh, a familiar face if you are a runner in the greater Cleveland and probably even beyond that. I'm not sure, but good friend of ours, Adam. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you guys for having me. It's a, it's, I didn't, well, I should have realized I have a calendar that it is the first episode yeah. of 2024. Oh, yeah. That is, that's amazing, bro. Adam, nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you, man. It's that's amazing. So we just, we all just figured that out right now, including myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's so crazy? Running a marathon is actually on my radar this year. Seriously. All right. It's actually on my radar. What? So when is the Cleveland Marathon? So the Cleveland Marathon is actually on May 19th. Uh, that is actually the Sunday, May, May 19th, which is going to have the half and the full. Okay. The day before is also the 5K and the 10K. So Marathon Week technically starts May 18th with the 5K and the 10K. And then Sunday... May 19th is the half and the full. Could I get ready for a marathon? Can I answer that question for him? Can I answer that question? It's your show, man. Um, No, I'm going to let you do it because I was going to say something real not so nice. (laughs) So I would rather our guest answer that. Thank you. Of course you can. Okay. Of course you can. Uh, There's a lot of online plans that you can partake in. Uh, Quick Google search. Okay. So there's a lot of different things, a lot of support groups on social media. They Just a few clicks of the button. There's a Cleveland Marathon training group on Facebook. So there's a lot of different ways that you can talk to uh, individuals, or if you want to just go solo with a plan, there's definitely ways you can find something online. All right. You doing this? Yeah, I really want to do it. I'm dead so serious. All right, so you got barely over five months. Correct. Okay. All right. I was going to do a powerlifting competition first. And then do a bodybuilding competition. Then I was gonna do a marathon, but now I'm gonna do the marathon first. Then I might then I might do the bodybuilding first. Then now I'm gonna do Second. it in reverse. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it in reverse. I think you doing the marathon would first would be more of a feat. Yeah, because I think you're probably more on your way to a bodybuilding competition or yeah, I can do that. Whatever else, pushing over a building, right? Lifting up a car. Yeah, positive competition. You know, I won. I've won one before. I well, oh. I'm not gonna say I won one. I finished third in the in the region. So between Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, like I finished third. Oh. He lost to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for my weight class. So two forty. Yeah, two forty. What are you? What are you now? Um, two forty eight. You two forty eight? Really? Yeah. What do you think I am? Two thirty. You know, typically most people. Guess my weight way under. Okay. You were close. Yeah. Where are you? Between two and two twenty five. Okay. Yeah. You was that doubt? Doubt of what? Oh, you smirk your face. I did smirk like, my face. Oh, okay. I'm just good at guessing weight because I know people's bodies. You know. Yeah, you're doing that all the time. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes <clears throat> sense. Um, Adam, so you're a Cleveland guy. Oh, born and raised. Um I, I just oh, Yes, oh, please, please. I just gotta get this out here. Yes. I was born on November 15, 1989. The Cavs beat the Golden State Warriors with Steve Kerr on the bench. So, <laughs> literally history from day one. Oh, okay. Yes. Father was watching. my Well, my parents uh, at Hillcrest Hospital were watching the Cavs play um, the Sixers. And then, that, then I was born in the middle of the night. Cavs beat the Warriors with Steve Kerr on the bench. That's how much wow. of a Cleveland guy I am. Mm, wow. 1989. Mm-hmm. So he's an 80s baby like us. 80s baby. Barely. Six oh, weeks. Six weeks. Barely. You know what I read recently is that, I don't know who put this out there, but uh, it was somewhere on social media. It was floating around that just because you were born in the 80s doesn't make you an 80s baby. It's where you, your like childhood is. Your childhood years. So we're 90s babies? I don't like that though. Like I consider us 80s babies because yeah. the, this is the idea of a 90s baby. I don't even want to associate. But you technically were a 90s baby. So I, so I was born in 87. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? But you're like a baby in the 90s, though. Like so, you, so what are you? Do you consider yourself a 90s or an no, 80s baby? I'm born in 84, baby. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. You're an 80s baby. Uh, 80s yeah. baby. I was an 80s, 80s infant. I'm yeah. a 90s baby. Yeah, I'm a 90s. Yeah, I'm an 80s baby. You a 90s baby. My boy. earliest memory was as a three year old. Which puts me in the at ninety. Yeah, ninety. I'm gonna go with an eighties oh, baby. Oh, I'm an eighties. Oh, no, you're nineties oh. baby. What did I stir up? Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Um, so tell a little bit. Tell the folks a little bit about what your role is um, with the Cleveland Marathon. So the Cleveland Marathon, we have an ambassador program, and it's a team currently around thirty men and women from the uh, Northeast Ohio region, uh, Cleveland. You know, because we consider Cleveland in Northeast Ohio everywhere from actual Cleveland to basically Sandusky, Youngstown, right below Akron. So that's all Cleveland. It's the Cleveland market. If you're watching Cleveland sports, you're the Cleveland market. Uh, Even parts of, you know, northern Columbus, I would still consider the Cleveland area like that where Gray's like an Ashland area. Mm, Yes. So we have individuals. Actually, one team member is from Ashland. So we have... A team of 30 individuals, and what we do is we promote the Cleveland Marathon. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we get very creative with it, um, very diverse group. We have uh, moms on the team. We have uh, children like myself on the team. Hmm. Uh, and we also have every talent level from uh, first, well, newer runners that are getting into it in the last handful of years, and I still consider myself a newer runner. And then we have... Uh, individuals who have ran all over the world. Um, actually, you guys had a guest, Chris uh, Thaxon. Yes, yes. He uh, talented runner. Okay, so amazing been, dude. Oh, phenomenal guy. Very modest too. Like, and that's the best part is everybody is very supportive of each other. But like, for example, with Chris, you know, he ran Boston. He's he's running uh, London soon. So like all the big sixes. So we have talent levels from all over. Um, but. We're all coming together to build this community and support the race, and uh, because they go hand in hand. What, what's a good marathon time for a beginner? To finish, I would say. <clears throat> to finish. To finish, yeah. Because if you start putting expectations, you got that expectation from somebody else. Okay. So I don't want to lead you one way or another, uh, but to finish, and then finish. the next time you do it, to beat yourself before. Okay. Is what I would definitely That's good. Go with. Yeah. That's one of the best pieces of advice I've heard when it comes. Not even just the running, this athletics in general, especially mm-hmm. if you've done it for the first time. Yeah, so that, to finish. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But right. if you do it in over five hours, I'm going to talk about you on the show. Five hours. I thought six. Um, I thought six was okay. Now I, you know what? Let me. Let me. I've never even ran a marathon, so I know. You, and you, and you ran track. Yeah, I know. That's probably why I didn't run a marathon. <laughs> I think I grew to hate it <laughs> post college, and then yeah. I kind of came back around to it. That's kind of how I was about football. Like, uh, once I stopped um, trying to make a pro team or whatever, people are like, you should coach. I'm like, I don't want to coach, man. Forget those kids. <laughs> you kind of need you kind of need to be separated from that. Yeah. yeah you, you, have, you have what I call baller withdrawal, which means it's kind of like a form of uh, athletic depression. Like, realizing that, That's like, true. like your that, career yeah. is over in this thing. So, you have, like, and then, too, like, you're not the guy no more. You know what I'm saying? Used to going out, being a guy, getting drinks, doing whatever, just yeah. being a guy. Like so, like high metabolism. Yeah, high metabolism. All that stuff is dead. <laughs> yeah, it's dead. So like, it's like it's hard to let that go. So you have that was what I call a baller withdrawal. Like a, you know what I'm saying? So I think you need a period. Some pe- some people periods last sometimes their whole life. Like sure. they're nothing outside of their sport. Some people it takes a couple months. Some, some people it take years. But I think it's all about having something set up after your after your career or after your footballer professional, whatever, athletic career is over. So what, okay, so I don't want to skate over the fact that you said you're going to do a marathon. Where's the accountability in this? We, gotta, we need this in writing or something. Oh, bro. And we got Man, two, two witnesses here. Listen, if I tell you a duck can pull a truck, all you got to do is hook the sucker up. Okay. All right. All right. You know what I'm saying? All right. I want to see this duck pull a truck. <laughs> if, I tell, if I tell you a duck can pull a truck, bro, what, what have you known me to say that I, I don't do? You put me on the spot. Give yeah. me some time. Yeah, it's I'll gonna be hard. It. It first, for for you to have to do that, shows. Mm. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, much yeah. respect. Uh, is there any? Is there anything that you? Uh, I would imagine you probably come across a lot of people in the a running lot. community, a ton, and, and and similar to 
the ambassadors in the program, that, wh who they represent, probably a wide range of abilities, people that have, that have been running since, you know, 15, 20 plus years to people that came out for the first time that day. What, what do, you, do you have any advice for someone who uh, is looking to get into running but maybe has some apprehensions or some just things that's kind of holding them up from doing so? That's an excellent question. So first things first, anybody talking trash is doing it from their couch. So mm. the thing is with the Cle – well, not even just Cleveland. I always – I'm just so used to saying yeah. Cleveland running. Yeah. But running communities in general, very supportive group but also in a good sense, very selfish in the sense of I am too focused on my own personal uh, growth to be taking the time to judge another runner. So it's mm. never, never like that. You want everybody to do better um, and you're supporting them that way for sure. So come on out. We understand you may be running a 14, 15 minute mile, but with these running communities in Cleveland, you're going to get people that are running six-minute miles. But ironically, the six-minute yeah. mile runners are the biggest advocates for everybody, the most modest and supportive people for sure. Mm. So that mindset immediately of just remember, no one is here to judge you. They're here to support you is step number one. That's amazing. <clears throat> Speaking of which, um, like what other advice would you give as far as um, clothing, like clothing, like should you be wear tights? Should you wear shorts? Like what? What do you prefer? Like what? What do you? What do you tend to run in? Have you ever seen uh, footage of Adam Sandler playing basketball? <laughs> Yo, I know. <laughs> no, no, I know exactly really, where you're going really, with this. Just really. don't wear that. It's so spot on. Yeah, really. so just don't wear that. What, what like baggy shorts and like and polos and, and basketball shoes. Yeah. Oh, Adam, and yeah, Adam Sandler does not dress like he's playing basketball. He and one like, shorts. You're wearing yeah. a polo shirt. Yeah, that's true. That, that, yeah. but, he, but he's got he got, got some a wet jump shot. He got game though. Yeah. Yes, he does. So so okay. All right. And what about shoes? I think shoes are like very important, right? It's so. the most important part for sure. I uh, so. There's a lot of good running stores in uh, the Northeast Ohio area. So I would definitely just stop on by. Okay. And they're always very, very supportive to just, you know, obviously measure your feet. And they there's a lot of cool technology out there Yeah. to realize, like, how your ankles and your and your toes and all that stuff. That's mm. beyond any of my knowledge. Um, but they have a lot of technology. And then they are able to basically give you a consultation right so, then and there. A store like Second Soul or something like that? Correct. Yeah, stores like that. I can go there and be like, hey, look, I'm 240, okay? I'm trying to run a marathon. I don't plan on staying 240 this whole time, so give me a pair of shoes. <laughs> I plan to run run about 40 pounds off me. <laughs> the store, the stores I know of, and there's there's three. There's two that I could think of. Second Soul, uh, Vertical Runner is another good one. Okay. They're like in Brexville. And there's another one like oh, uh, fleet feet. Yep, thanks. Yep. Fleet feet. Fleet feet. Um, what what kind of shoes do you run in? So currently, I'm in Asics. Asics, okay. But I also run in Brooks. Brooks. So Brooks was always the one that I traditionally, if I'm purchasing for myself, I go Brooks. Okay. Asics, uh, to name drop, run with the winners. I was a part of a of uh, a launch for Asics. Okay. And. They're awesome shoes as well. So I've been running with those uh, recently. That's fire. That's sure. fire. And, and just a quick plug with uh, run, run With The Winners. Run With The Winners was the running group in Cleveland that I, um, when I was, and I came out of my running slump. Like I said, I ran in, I ran in college. Yeah, I remember you doing took, a little bit of Run With The Winners. A, That's yeah. how we know each other. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So um, Run With The Winners is, obviously, it's a, com a community group within Cleveland and really like all um, running abilities and experiences has been welcome there. But that, that was the group that brought me back out of my shell and probably will be the one that brings me back out of my shell again. The way, well, first of all, shout out to Steph and Kat for yeah. running with the winners. Yeah. And the way I describe running with the winners, it's like if Hey Arnold from Nickelodeon, the old nineties yeah, yeah, cartoon yeah. was a run club and they all <laughs> became adults. That's run with the winners. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Now, now I don't see many take to make this racial black people like running like 
like long distance besides Africans. You obviously haven't been to run with the winners. Okay. It's okay. a very I, I, diverse group. Very diverse yeah, group. Okay. Very yeah, diverse I would, group. I would agree with that too. Okay. And there's just a lot of, you know, the assumption is sometimes if it's either either you're black or you're white, right? Even though we know that's not the, that's that's not the, the case. Right. Because who knows what you are. <laughs> honestly, up until about two or three years ago, I knew for sure. I don't even know now. Yeah. Uh, that's another story. Because you um, look like an Italian gangster. Like I am right? Italian. No. But I thought you were Sicilian. Sorry, again. Let me just do this real quick. Is that the little yeah. horn? Is that I the am horn? Italian and I'm Lebanese. Okay. So why do you look like an Italian monster from gotta, Miami? Yeah, ask the creator himself that question. He's the one that blessed me with these it. looks. Is it the mustache? It's the mustache. Okay, it's the, a new thing with I've the got, hair. I'm trying out right now. It's the mustache with the hair that's just very like yeah. gangster. I, I'll take it. I'll take it. Do you engage in any type of mobster activity? I can't uh, <laughs> confirm nor deny. Nor deny, huh? <laughs> Although I'll choose to deny at the time. Chad Colleone over here. Yeah. Chad Colleone. Uh, That's your new name. Chad Colleone. Did you know the term 80, when you 86 something? Yeah. You're familiar with that, right? Mm-hmm. He's dead, right? Yeah, because you know, didn't know where that term came from. Why 86? No, why 86? So I learned this. This was uh, back in 2019. We went to Vegas for vacation and we were coming back from. Uh, from the like from the desert, from um, the Grand Canyon. Okay, and they would say that the mobsters in Vegas, when they would eighty six someone, that meant that you take their body out eight miles and six feet six deep. feet deep. Ooh. So when you wow. eighty six, so we when we, when we say uh, eighty six, that <clears throat> getting rid of something, that's what the meaning. I thought it was a year or something reference to eighty six, but now it's eight miles and six feet deep. Mm, yeah, cool. So, um. Adam, man, are you um, are you married, dating, anything like that? Currently on the market, ladies. Currently on the Currently market. What? 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 This interview also acts as a dating app. <laughs> do you do you think that like do you think the time you spend running? Could you date someone that wasn't a runner? Can you date someone that? Ooh, that's a good question. You know that isn't into like running and stuff like that. For sure, sure? absolutely. I mean. My biggest thing is just, first of all, not everybody, a lot of, I hear this a lot from non-runners. They're like, oh, don't hate me, I don't run. I'm like, you have a passion of some sort? Yeah. Like, yeah, I like this or I do that. That's awesome. Cool. That's all I care about is just passion in something. Like, yeah, it happens with, to be running for me. But when I date somebody, I, I want, you know, whatever they're passionate about, just go for it. Do you do you have like a a crazy? All right, I'm just I don't know why this is kind of on my mind, but do you have like a crazy diet? Because I feel like people who <laughs> who are like scared to run have all these inhibitions or all these things that's that's probably like oh, I don't want to run because it might do this. Do you have like a crazy diet? You know what I'm saying that you follow for, to run? You would ask me this a week ago, <laughs> because I mean right now with New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. Okay. So towards the. I, I come out pretty clean in January. February goes pretty well. Leading up to the marathon goes well. Now we're talking October. Now we're talking November. Now we're talking December. And I'm up in my miles. I'm exhausted. I, I go through too many drive throughs Okay. Mm, uh, mm. So Do I drive through of choice. Oh, Taco Bell. Taco I'm a Taco Bell guy. So that's oh, so. Yeah. You, are you trying to like? <laughs> Colton, the ultimate. Are you trying to spark your run? Are you trying to spark your run? Like, what are you doing, bro? Well, you know what it is, honestly. Like, so first of all, I love it. Okay. Second of all, uh, it does give me that mentality of if I'm eating all this today, and it is my cheat meal. Okay. I mean, that's the thing. Anytime you have diets and stuff like that, don't go with cold turkey. You yeah. can't. Because if you're not living, you're not living. And my mindset with this, because that is a a common question for first-time runners or new runners, they're very strict with it. You're not going to tell your niece or your nephew on their fifth birthday party that you're not going to eat the cake. Right. Eat the cake. Eat the cake, anime. Eat the cake. So cheat meals, do it. I mean... You don't want to do it every single day. Can't do it. It's not a cheat meal if you do it every day. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all people. It's not a cheat meal if you eat that crap every day. So I'm not a huge sweets guy. Okay. And like I love ice cream. 
but I'm obviously not going to eat ice cream every single day. But like yeah. things like cookies and and you know stuff that you can just pick from the counter. That was never my kind of cup of tea. Taco Bell, Taco Bell, different story. So when I hit like different miles and and stuff like that, is that well at least that's my current goal. Okay, it's to uh, I don't want to say reward myself, but also let myself be human. And I'm a sucker, an absolute sucker for bar food. Okay, so that's where I, yeah, I got to be careful with that. So. Do you lift weights? I do. You do I lift do. weights? I'm currently a low weight, high rep kind of guy. Okay. Yeah. Is there like a weightlifting program that you would subscribe? Like we do, we, well, I yeah. still kind of yeah, do yeah. CrossFit. Yeah, I do not. So, so we used to do CrossFit pretty heavy. And I feel like doing CrossFit, a lot of those workouts can transfer or be apply to running like not just running but i think maybe not the same amount of weight probably you know what i'm saying Cause, yeah because yeah. we got pretty heavy sometimes mm-hmm. but we do have crossfitters on the team yeah so they definitely uh do basically cross training you know doing you know all the crossfit stuff and then doing their cardio if they're running on two different platforms but yeah okay. they're doing it both for I th- sure i think the two can definitely be combined um it's, it would be it would be hard, not impossible, but hard to go full go in both. Both. Like, yeah. if you really wanted to excel and be, like, an elite runner and be an elite CrossFitter. I don't think that's, yeah. You have to be, like, a certain percentage of people in this world. Yeah, it's like, because of the heavy weight. Yeah. And, like, I know, like, mobility, flexibility is a big thing with CrossFit that I think a lot of people struggle with. Me being one of them. Yeah. And it's just sometimes those can lead to injuries and whatnot. Well, and plus time. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, I've, yeah. you know, being a, you know, in corporate America, I'm like, man, should I get into golf? Because I love just watching golf. But if you saw my swing, you would know I was a baseball player yeah. in my past life. But bottom line is, in order to become anything decent in golf, I'm going to be taken away from running. And I'm also a volleyball player on the side, too. So I'm like, I can't juggle you that You don't many. say. I got into volleyball last year. Oh, you did? I did. How's played that my, going? Played in my first adult league. I had a blast. It's a lot of fun, man. Um, I I think maybe James will. I can convince him to come on out. I'm good. No. <laughs> right. Sander or, or uh, Court? Court. Court. Nice. Court and nice. Mulberries. That's where I play. Nice. That's where I play. Um, how much time do you? So I'm glad we got this guy on because clearly I have a lot of questions. How much time do you spend a She's day like by the hour? A day. Advice running and how do you balance your running schedule with your work schedule first off it's not a daily thing okay so that's the biggest thing because i mean every day has a purpose okay rest is definitely a purpose Mm. so with the cleveland community you know i'm talking all the different run clubs i like to have those be the main exercise with it so tuesday nights with run with the winners wednesdays with guardian runners um and then Run With The Winners also meets on Saturday mornings as well. So those are going to be my main exercise, and that's always going to be at night, okay. well, except for Saturday mornings with Run With The Winners. But my point is, when it comes to having a 9 to 5, I'm still work from home. Okay. So I do go and swing uh, past uh, Planet Fitness uh, during my lunch hour, but a lot of the times that's where the cross-training comes in, and I can manage my time with that. Um, uh. But I, I'll be honest, if I had a, a family, you know, a wife and kids, it would be a bit of a challenge for scheduling. So for any of those who do it, more power to you and uh, nothing but respect. Do you run outside in the winter months, like while it's cold and stuff like this? Run club doesn't end, man. It's a it's a 12-month ordeal, especially in Cleveland. It's uh, There's been a lot of football weather, we'll just say. Yeah. So you have to just be prepared, dress for the weather. When that kind of goes back to your question a few minutes ago about what to wear, yeah. uh, there's a lot of uh, running tights that you can get. Uh, men's tights for it, and I always, I, when I wear tights, I I can't just go like full out like that. I'm wearing shorts as well <laughs> and did, socks yeah. and stuff like that um, because you do get you know runners who are wearing tanks in in the winter, and I'm like, that ain't happening. No, it's not. And gloves. And gloves. I want. Gl- yeah, I'm definitely wearing gloves. Tank and gloves. <laughs> No, yeah, no. you do get no, that. I'm saying yeah. that. A tank and that's weird. A tank, tights, and gloves. Yeah. Which yeah. you're a bad man for that. You're a bad man. Whoever put it off, person, human being, whatever can do that. You're 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 tougher than me. How's that? 
The cold is the only thing that punks me. It's the only thing that punks me. Like, cause I remember like last year I did 75 hard. I did it in the wintertime because I know I hate the cold. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. I did it. You know what I'm saying? Because of that. Well, you did 75 hard. Was there a day that you could think of that like stood out as a day where you were like, maybe it was the conditions or whatever that you're like, this is the day that I know if I can get past this day, I'll be able to finish. Yeah, I was sick. I had like a virus, mm. some type of virus, like, and I was sick. And I was like, I just put my, my, my vest on. I started walking. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I just started walking, like, because I think you had, you had to do 40 minutes outside and 40 minutes inside at least. So I was like, I was like, man, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I, but I got through it. And then, so, like, once I got through it, and I was, like, day, like, 30-something. I was like, oh, bro, I'm not quitting this. Like, I don't care what happens. Like, we're going to get this done. And one day I couldn't run because I, I, I was really sick. I was, like, I was outside doing um, push-ups every minute on the minute for, for 40 minutes. So, like, every minute I do two push-ups or I do two squats or I do something and just to make sure I'm outside working out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was like, I was like, I got to figure it out. <laughs> are, are you guys familiar with uh, Jesse Itzler and David Goggins, their I'm, relationship? I'm familiar with David Goggins. I don't know about Jesse Itzler. So, though. Jesse Itzler, uh, he's a, amongst many things, uh, well, he was a former like, music artist. Uh, I think he's a part owner of the Atlantic Hawks. But he's also like an ultra marathoner mm. and, okay. you know, and he had he had met David Goggins uh, at a like a some sort of race, like a twenty four hour race or something out on okay. the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. That that just yeah, like hundred miles or something, something or maybe that. And you, yeah, and you're. I think you had a you had twenty four hours to do it, but you had a team. Right. He was on a team. <laughs> David Goggins was, was, running, on, was, was running doing by myself, right? Yeah, of and course. And he he noticed him, and this is when he didn't even know who he was or anything. But he had a, uh, I guess David Goggins had like broke like. Like a number of bones in his feet, and like then sometimes shortly after that did an Ironman or something like that. Yeah, he's a duct tape um, his body up. To, yeah. To so so he he reached out to David Goggins. He just cold called him and was like, "Hey, like uh, I want you to come live with me for a month," and showed up on his doorstep, and he was like surprised to see him, and he was basically like. Uh, He's like, if you were crazy enough to ask me to come live with you, then you must be crazy enough to do what I'm going to have you do. So he, the 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 agreement was uh, every day mm-hmm. for th- he was going to do something different. and But he had to do whatever the physical feat was, right? Yeah. And this is why he's maintaining his work schedule and all that. So there was one particular day, there was some sort of blizzard in New York. And uh, David they, had, they had told everyone to stay inside. <laughs> don't be out for more than minutes, you know? And he was like, this is the perfect day for us to go outside. So they went for a run. And then I think they, at one point, went out to a lake and knocked a hole in the ice and, like, just jumped in the water. (laughs) And and David Goggins was like, don't, when you get out, don't touch the ice or else you're going to burn your skin. So he had to put his hand in his shoes to get out. Mm. This nuts but it made me think of that like there's always something that I, do you remember what day that was that you had the virus like what at what point in your 75 that no was? but i'm saying it was like it was like day 30 something it was like 30 yeah yeah and i was like i i'm i gotta push through this yeah, it's amazing how some people have that i, I really have a lot of respect respect for people that can well the good news is you don't have to do that when you're training for the cleveland I'm not, <laughs> I'm not making you jump in any ice water yeah, or anything like that but may, but may in cleveland could be any kind of weather. It could be any weather. It could be seventy. And once I say I'm doing this, bro, like it's done. Like so right. now. But I was going. I was really training for a bodybuilding competition. I mean, a powerlifting competition first. Like I said, I want to do powerlifting, bodybuilding, and marathon. I didn't think the marathon was coming up first, so now I'm have to switch gears a little bit. But I'm down. Well, it's funny what uh, speaking of weather in Cleveland. I was saying. Unless yeah. your name is God or Goddard, you don't know what the weather's going to be Ooh. on the race day. <laughs> yeah. In honor of the late, great Dick Goddard. Shout out to Dick, Dick Goddard. Goddard was the, the legend. Yeah. yeah. So God or Goddard, you don't know what race day weather is going to be. Yeah, I've seen it all the time. I've seen it rain some days. Mm-hmm. I've seen it nice some yeah. days. But, yeah, I'm down. I can't wait to see this. Yeah, it's going to be happy. Me too. I want to know, are you going Are you going tights and gloves? No, I'm gonna go tights, probably tight shorts and gloves, because you know I'm I'm a bigger guy. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? So probably tights. Are you feel, do you know the guy that you. runs barefoot in the city? I'm trying to think. A barefoot There's runner? some guy. I had heard about him. 
I didn't think it was real. And then I also witnessed him last year at the marathon, barefoot, no socks, no nothing, no, no, nothing on his feet. And he was running. It was the, it was the Cleveland marathon coming over the bridge. I saw him. I'm like, Oh, it, it's true. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that's, that's his thing. He's, he's amazing. Whoever that guy is like to think about how hard and call, callous his feet must be. Yeah. I, I just got, <laughs> I just got comfortable walking around barefoot in my apartment. Right. That's crazy. Jeez, that's crazy. Jeez, weeks. So Adam, you um, where'd you go to school at? So I actually high school. Okay. Proud Twinsburg, Ohio. Twinsburg, Ohio. Home okay. of Twins Days, the world's largest gathering of twins. First full that, weekend in August. That is, yeah. And uh, college, uh, Kent State University. Kent State. Oh, Flash. Just at Kent go to State Flash. yesterday. For a hockey game. Cool. Random. That's very random. I went to Akron U for a year, uh, year and a half. I, I know. You hear me? You just, uh, Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I went there for a year and a half. Akron's got a, I like Akron's campus. Yeah, I, Akron, Akron has a nicer campus now. Nice. But Kent had a better campus then, but I think Akron might be a little better now. Let me just put on record. When I went, eh, it wasn't about anything more than sports rivalries. Yeah, I think sports. Yeah, the city sports. of Akron yeah. and the campus is awesome. Kent basketball used to take it to I mean, still, they still. Yeah, wait, we went dancing last year. Kent, That's true. Oh, really? We went oh, dancing, okay. yeah. yeah. Remember the year they had Antonio Gates? They were, yeah, they are pretty good. Sweet 16, Elite 8, something like that. Elite 8. Or this a Mac school has ever gone in the in the tournament. Yeah. When I was at Akron, that was the same time that um I think LeBron had just started came to Cleveland. So we had um Drew Joyce, mm-hmm. Romeo Travis uh, yeah. playing for Akron, University of Akron. Yeah. I forgot about those years. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um so with this with this you so are you like a, do you have to be a certain personality to be a runner? Like, are you like a very particular person? Or do, are you kind of like, because I feel like, who who's the guy that used to smoke weed and run? We had him on the show. Yeah. Lil Nasty. Lil Nasty. <laughs> you know Lil Nasty? I know, I know Jake, yeah. You know Lil Nasty? Okay, yeah. so Lil Nasty seems like a wild card, right? But I feel like that's not common. Like, I'm a, I'm a, I feel like runners have to be like he's a def- he's, he's definitely He's definitely, and he probably would admit this, he's definitely in a class of his own. For oh, sure. He's, a, yeah. And, and and not just that, like the quirky stuff, but just him, like his running. Yeah. The, what he's accomplished is just. Oh, he's going for the record books. Yeah. He's very, very open about that. Like he's trying for a 5K every day. And th- no joke, it is, he's pushing for like 60 years. So wow. he actually, uh, side note about him. Yeah, he just completed 10 years straight of 5Ks every single day. At least a 5K distance every single That's day. That's wild. He, when he was here, he had showed us his notebook. His notebook. But his, oh, his, running. Yeah. He probably ran here. Yeah. I think uh, he did. I no, think he, he did. He did. Someone picked him up after. That's his routine. Guarantee that's true. The first time I met him, it was a, it was a run with the winner's run. It was mm-hmm. a, a glow-in-the-dark glow Friday night run. And we're warming up in a circle. And he just like shows up and just like hands on his <coughs> hands on his knees. And he's like, sorry guys, I just I just ran here. And of course and did I'm thinking run. ran here, like just got here. He had ran from Painesville. Yeah, from Painesville. Which for our listeners is at least twenty five miles. It's gotta be at least twenty five miles. Oh, easily. Easily. <laughs> That but, guy's very impressive, man. Yeah. He's very yeah. impressive. I love him. Though. He has such good energy. Yeah, he such does. Yes, he Adam does. does too. Adam's just a yeah. pretty cool dude, man. I'm glad you came, man. Well, thank you. I'm digging the blazer too. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's a. That's always like my go-to. It's like just put on a t-shirt. Normally, like if it's like a Friday at work, it was always like. I don't know. It's a random sports shirt or... or I mean, that's a little bit too fast for us, though. Like, we don't deserve this. <laughs> well, it, it was, wait, 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 wait. I had to bring the fresh. I brought, we have the fit. We yeah, got to okay. bring the fresh. This is a little, like... <laughs> we, we just some raggedy friends. Oh, right? what? More than raggedy. Come on, man. Give nah. yourself some credit. No, nah, no. Nah, for sure, for sure. But We're yeah. a step above. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have um, any vices, though? Like, uh, being a runner, like, do you... Besides Taco Bell. Besides talking about, do you drink alcohol? So when it comes to that, once again, half, like if you're a drinker, you're obviously going to have to, during training, you know. Cut it down. Cut it down. For sure. I'm not saying if you have a wedding or, you know, some celebration of some sort, you know, in our case, a potential Super Bowl parade, uh, you know, 
I wouldn't hold back on that. You got to let yourself be human and yeah. stuff like that. But would you recommend a certain type? Would you recommend like alcohol or beer? Because I've heard beer is okay because alcohol or beer. I mean, like hard liquor. Okay. Versus beer. Like, would you would you recommend? I mean, it's once again, it's kind of come down to moderation. Because I mean, to be honest, I'm a fan of both. Okay. Like, I'm a fan of, uh, especially during St. Patty's Day, going to be in mm, training and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so when you are planning your your training and stuff like that, there are days you got to be prepared for, and it's St. Patty's Day is like that. So obviously, if you're going to be drinking that night or St. Patty's Day that morning. Plan your routine around that. And then, okay. obviously, the next day might be a little bit tougher to run as well. Um, but that's how I always did it. I always would plan ahead just knowing. I mean, obviously, you are gonna might get a phone call of, like, your buddies saying, hey, you know, we're going out tonight. You want to go? If it doesn't affect your training or if it's, like, towards the later part of the training, really close to race day, yeah. discipline, obviously, is going to kick in. But I you know, it's going to come down to discipline just like, and sacrifices everything. Exactly. With, with everything, mm. discipline and sacrifices everything. That's the key to success, man. Mm. But it's no different than you know, say the, the cake and ice cream. You know, so the beer and the wine and the and the liquor, same thing. Yeah. Moderation. Um, I want to ask this question to you guys. It's kind of shifting gears just a little bit. But it, it 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 it's kind of along the same line as well. I was thinking about this earlier in the week. What would you say, uh, it's for all of us really to answer, but what would you say as a man is the hardest part about your day? When I wake up. Wow. Is that an innuendo? (laughs) How far are we in the show before he got? We are 30, 36 minutes in. No, the hardest part of the day. The I, hardest. Listen, I, w- I want to make sure you understand what I'm asking. Okay. This guy. <laughs> well, let, me ask, let me ask you a little different. No, no, no. What no. is the it's most not, challenging part no, of your day? At night. Um, I, I get up so early that that like at night I have to like prepare myself for the next day. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm trying to put the kids to bed, doing all this stuff. Like that's the hardest part of my day is getting winding down and getting the kids ready for bed and getting the next day started. That's the hardest part. Uh, up I'm I'm a morning person at I get up at three sixteen every day. Go to the gym, work out, train, grind, then I start coaching at five and six and then I go work with kids and do all this other stuff during the day. But I will say, like, bro, like, that nighttime between 8 and 30 p.m., not <sighs> it's the hardest part of my day. I would say for me, it kind of, like, is throughout the whole day, though. It's, oh, this look is scary, what? man. Because <laughs> oh, that's the hardest part. You can't, you can't see past that, can you? <laughs> I can't. Grow up, up, man. Grow up. You want me to grow up? (laughs) Grow up. Man. You got anything? (laughs) Yeah. You know what's bad? It's like, take it at him. Come come back to me later. God. So, I know this is kind of bizarre to say, especially in Cleveland, Ohio, but I do get seasonal affective uh, disorder. So, like, the gray, especially this time of year, I have to be very careful because it throws, and that's where the benefit of running also kicks in too. Mm. So mm-hmm. I have a special lamp and everything so I can get like some, you know, actual, I don't know the exact terms, but it emulates sunlight in the sense of like how your eyes uh, take it yeah. in. So that without a doubt in the winter months and when the the hours are shortened and uh, stuff like that, that is easily the hardest part because right now, I'm currently in a phase where I'm waking up way too early and it's just a factor of going to bed too early because mentally in my mind, yeah, what it is at six 30 in Cleveland, Ohio in January is what it would be at 10 o'clock in June. Yeah. yeah. So that I've never been a fan of time. Like with that, like if I, I'm like permanently on Eastern standard, Springtime, so I can well, go all the such way. Such a great time of year, too. Yeah. Oh my god, it is! But like when I went to Vegas a few uh, about a year and a half ago, I was there for work. Yeah, I didn't even bother trying to adjust. So like eight o'clock there is when we were done with our day and stuff like that. I went straight to bed. 
you think mm. working from home is uh, plays an impact on that too? Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt, because you're out of routine. Yeah. You know the you know you're you're expecting to you know get yourself together, you know clean up, shower, do all that kind of stuff, get in the car, commute, blah blah blah. Now it's roll out of bed, put something decent on, hop on the computer, hop on the computer, and then there also is the huge factor of. Eight o'clock at night, something pops up in my mind. I might hop on my email and just check it. So yeah. that is something I would have never done before the pandemic. So that's yeah. that's a factor. Yeah, I feel that the whole seasonal seasonal depression, I guess, for lack of better yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Part of it. it happens. Um, I think for me, the my, the hardest, the most difficult part of my day, it's kind of like it, it happens at different moments, but um, managing my emotions. Like, I feel that, especially, especially as men, but yes. so I don't want to like necessarily single myself out, but I know for me personally, um, like conquering my desire to do this, which might be watch TV or eat this thing that I'm not supposed to. And no, I need to, yeah. I need to get on the bike or I need to whatever. And the time that it comes out the most is when I'm walking my dog and I got somewhere to be. Mm-hmm. Do I trigger your managing your emotions? Why would you think that you trigger my emotions? <laughs> because you may or may not be slightly. <laughs> I feel. I feel like I trigger you emotionally. There's a term I use: mm-hmm. full Tony. You don't want to go full Tony. No. Back to the mafia. Yeah. Tony surprise. You see, you yeah. already knew. Yes. I didn't even have to explain. You already He's knew. In the. Yeah, 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 Uncle yeah. Tio. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you don't ever want to go full Tony because then you're no. freaking out. You're yeah, yeah. and yeah. then you're going to the refrigerator and getting the gabagool, and it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's a whole thing. Someone, someone <laughs> gave me, someone gave me this advice I've been using recently, and it's been helpful. Uh, in case nobody knows, I got a little wiener dog, mm-hmm. and number two, are you is this the second time you about to? Can you leave me alone? And I, I mean, I love this dude. This my, this, I love this dude so much. And uh, his dog's what, name, his dog's name is Pumper. It, it was Piper. Piper, yeah, that's right, Piper. It was Piper. Found out really early why he was named that. Name is Samson. Anywho, Samson. I feel like it's the strongest character in the Bible. You're gonna name your little wiener dog Samson. Yeah, that's the point. That's the the irony of it. Do you not understand? Irony, yeah, I do. So the other the other name that I was considering, this is well after I had named him, was Danny DeVito. That would be a good one. Yeah, and ironically, Danny DeVito is a is a wiener dog wiener dog owner. Really? Himself? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah he could be seen in the streets of New York walking his little dog. I want a Frenchie. You look like you want one. <laughs> I want a Frenchie or an English bulldog. So you and I cannot agree anymore. Like yeah. that is. One thousand percent mine. The English yeah. bulldog. One thousand percent. Yes. Yeah. The Georgia bulldog. Yeah, the Georgia bulldog. Whatever. But it's the English one. I like the little fat, chubby cheek. I love those. That's the one with the underbite. Yep. Mm-hmm. Some of them. Yeah. Some of them underbite. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Frenchies have underbites too. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Oh, it's a, oh. And you can teach them how to skateboard. Remember? I don't know if you remember. I, I used to be at a skateboard. No, uh, I don't remember that because I don't think I ever knew <coughs> that. Oh really? Oh yes, I used to skateboard. My favorite animal. Is a chimpanzee walking an English bulldog? <laughs> wow. it's, I'm not making it up. You can, you have like Japanese television shows, and uh, it's yeah. like the two characters is like a chimpanzee actually dressed like a little person just walking an English bulldog. My mother will see it on Instagram and immediately send me the videos. That's every amazing. Time. That's awesome. Yes. I fell in love with English bulldogs off of uh, Robin Big. That's also why I started skateboarding too. So I oh, started really? skateboarding because of Robin Big. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I grew that. up, um, you know. I grew up, like, in Cleveland, the hood. So, like, it wasn't a lot of skateboards there, right? But I always wanted to skateboard, but I always felt like the, the gangsters would jump, judge me or jump me. So I never did it. And then when I became an adult with my own mind, I was like, I want to skateboard, bro. You thought that's, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, that, that sucked. But but think about that, though. Think about how, like, your environment could affect yeah. you, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, that happens. All, I think all how many kids, all, I mean, kids, like, you really want to skateboard, but these kids, you're worried that these kids are going to, like, pick on you, so you don't do it. It's funny you make that that comment because running is very, very similar. That's mm-hmm. with, with men in particular. 
I feel like guys get into running way later in life because it wasn't one of the big sports in high right. school for men. It's right. not one of the contact sports like football or, or obviously basketball and baseball yeah. or, you know, some schools yeah. have hockey and stuff like that. But that was the same mindset of why I didn't become a runner young at a younger age because of that same mindset of your environment and everything. And it was always looked down upon for that exact same reason. Wow. See how we brought it all together? So bro? let me just, I'm just throwing this out here, okay? May, you said May 19th or 18th? May 19th is the full and the half. 18th, the day before, is going to be the 5K and the 10K. You'll need to worry about the 18th. The 19th is what you need to worry I'm about. I'm going to full marathon. So that and with from now until then, you skateboard at least a certain distance. I'm not skateboarding anymore. I'm focused on marathon running. You can't do both? No. You know what? How can I, bro? It's nothing but ice outside. Oh, I, I disagree. There's no yeah. ice right now. Yes, it is. What's well, not? If you if you commit to it, I'll buy you a Taco Bell meal. <laughs> I don't even like Taco Bell. I'll eat it then. I almost had Taco Bell last night, by the way. What you, yeah, what's on your menu? Oh, what you, do you go for, bro. You don't even. It's how, trash. How, it's, how, it's, bro. I go all in. I'm not a. Ooh, I need a taco guy. I'm when ooh, I, I need fifteen dollars worth of food guy. I don't go there often. Do, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I do chalupas. Yeah. Chalupas. I like the the gorditas. I like stuff the like quesadilla. that. Quesadilla. The the. What do you get? What don't I get? You buy. You go. You probably buy stock when you go there. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I would never get like a burrito. You want oh, the burritos are good. Oh, you want a controversial opinion right now? Well, that's what we are. <laughs> I'm not a fan. People are going to be outraged. I don't care. Mexican pizzas? Yeah. Nah. Never people, touch one. People are religious about the Mexican pizzas. Really? I'm good. Uh-uh. No. Those get the commercials. I like, me- I like Mexican them. coffee, though. Oh, the yeah. spice with, with the, 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 the spice, yeah, yeah spice yeah. is really good. Do you, See, I was thinking of the Mexican hot coffee or hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. Oh, yeah. I never had that. Ooh. What's your What's your beverage at Taco Bell? Mountain Dew, the Baja Blast. I don't even have. See, you guys already know. So, <laughs> that's the See, one. That's I've the never, one. I've never had Baja Blast. To me, looks like it would taste like mouthwash. Man, no, 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 like no, no, like, no. I don't no. even do Taco Bell, but that. But when you go, that's the one you gotta get because you can't get you can get anything else. At wherever. You can't get Baja Blast, at least that I'm aware of, anywhere else. You right. can't get Baja Blast in a bottle? Probably, but station? I've never seen it. I've I never looked for it either. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Do, do you um do you take any supplements? Like what type of supplements do you take? Uh a spoonful of peanut butter in the morning. Oh okay. yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm a peanut butter kind of guy. And I'm yeah, not same, talking same. like uh anything expensive. I'm just straight off the shelf kinda I'm a crunchy okay. peanut butter kind of guy. So no amino acids, none of that like that carb, like mm. powder stuff, liquid IV, none of that stuff. I know when people are watching this, they're screaming at the screen and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, just because, well, during a race and stuff like that, the gels are excellent. And okay. that kind of stuff is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, Chris uh, yelled at me once for not being prepared with that kind of stuff because he's very about like the gels and all that good stuff. Which I agree with. I got to get way better with that. Okay. Um, because, like, with just training in general, it's just an excellent refuel, and it, it prevents injuries, too. Correct. So it's not even just getting stronger. It's about not getting weaker. Um, but when it comes to stuff, and I know the next part, I'm a big coffee guy. Okay. So I love, that's how I get my caffeine in the morning. It's a good pre-workout. I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Does coffee make you have to poop? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, because yeah. I'm just thinking, like, yeah. it's not just me, right? Because I think coffee is to, to the bar from. I think, yeah. I think coffee is a natural laxative, yeah. too, amongst other things. But it's yeah. it's other earth. It's, you know. It, it sends me to the bathroom. Like, sometimes certain pre-workouts send me to the bathroom, too. I take a pre-workout. Yeah. And I, 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 go, I mean, I, that's like, not I, surprising, go. though, because yeah. you're taking pre-workout. Your, you know, your heart rate's going up. Your muscles are, cha- you know, all that at once. It, it's, I got to poop yeah. before I get I've to the had, workout. Um, had to go when I was on a bike ride. Oh, like that's the worst. Within like hours, kind of bike ride. Yeah, and I have figured out a way to like manage the feel. That's very strange, and I hope I'm not saying this, and I'm going to set myself up for it next time. But <laughs> I've not, I've not been in a situation where I've 
had to get off my bike. Well, keep eating Taco Bell. Keep no. eating Taco Bell. You'll see. <laughs> to your point, a spoonful of peanut butter goes a long way. Also to kill hiccups. Just shout really? out. It's free, free advice for the, for the listeners. How to um, kill hiccups by Chad Abraham. Yeah. Spoonful um, of peanut butter. Basically, suffocate yourself. And I love, <laughs> I love uh, like a shot of pickle juice. People are all about that pickle juice. Yeah, I'm a fan I, of that. What does I, that pickle juice do? For for cramping. Oh, cramp. Oh, for sure. Pickle juice, yeah. no, and mustard. Have you guys ever got took yeah. a spoonful of mustard when you're cramping? That mustard right. helps like crazy. I recently yeah. just became a pickle fan. Okay. Because, I mean. James, James has been a pickle fan. <laughs> watch, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth, little wiener boy. Pickle day. It's a pickle day in her. Yeah, right. Go ahead, Adam. Right. But but with a, a lot of stuff going on around here. A lot of power. A lot of <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Right. Adam. Yeah, go ahead. Anyways, but, uh, you know, growing up in a Polish household, we would have, like, oh. my aunt would make, like, uh, pickle soup and stuff like that. Ooh. So, like, I would always have that stigma just because mm. it was... The smell of dill would be way too strong and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, pickle it, I mean, soup. What else would be in pickle soup? Pretty much that is the is the is Hot the pickles is that is the juice the bar, is that the broth? I don't know. I say away. I can't tell you the exact oh details, gosh. but I can't even picture that. So, Polish household you grew up depends on who you ask. You ask my mother, it's a split. Okay. okay, she's Irish. She's so, Irish, Irish yeah. and Polish. Oh, that's a pretty yeah. good comment. Well, that ain't Cleveland in a nutshell. That's Cleveland. That's Cleveland. Yeah. So, did you eat what pierogies? Oh, you don't even know. So, what? You love pierogies? Okay, pierogies. Pierogies. More, more butter and sour cream and onions, please. Man, so my uh, my grandparents on my obviously on my father's side. They were as one hundred percent Polish. Okay, they came to Cleveland. So my grandfather served for the Polish military, and he served like he was imprisoned in World War Two under a Nazi war camp. Wow, for five years in like a room smaller than by like half the size of this wow. with with a cellmate. And my grandmother was captured for just being thirteen and Catholic. That's it. Mm. So after wow. the war ended, after they were liberated, they came. They had my. They got married and had my aunt uh, somewhere in Germany, you know, during the transition period okay. from coming over here. And then once they came to the states, they settled in Cleveland. So once, well, especially back then, you would get put in parts of towns that other people would speak your language. Yeah. So they were in a Polish neighborhood, and. Uh, you couldn't find better pierogies. So, like, wow. that recipe from, from then on just kept on getting passed on and passed on. And bottom line, my aunt's pierogies are nothing. <laughs> like, uh, Sokolowski's, which phenomenal mm. Polish restaurant, is no longer with us. R.I.P. That was the only place my father said would be close to his to my grandmother's uh, pierogies. Wow. But, yeah, pierogies, that's, yeah. There's a spot in Parma that I want to say the Cleveland scene just kind of put on notice. I mean, they've been around forever, but uh, something schnitzel, schnitzel. It's in Parma. They're supposed to be known for the pierogies. Are you a pierogi guy? No. Oh, I didn't get hip to pierogies till like about two years ago. Welcome. Yeah. Who's making your pierogi? Well, you don't have to answer, but we got to get you some good pierogies. We got to get you. I wanna. I'm gonna tell you. They're Aldi's. frozen. Ah, yeah. They're frozen. Aldi, right? They're frozen. No, not Save Aldi. Miss, Mrs. Something. Uh, I know what you're talking about. It, and those could be all right. Yeah, they're all right. They're all right. Do you have a place that you, like, if you want Polish food in Cleveland that you go to? Oh, man, it was Sokolowski's. Yeah. Mm. So currently we're, we're in the looks. Okay. Detroit has a lot of good ones, too. Detroit went, because, uh, uh, well, here's a fun fact. I've seen the Indian slash Guardians in over half the league. I've been to like 19, 20 stadiums. I've seen the Cavs in a handful, and I've been to the Browns uh, in a few places too. But we purposely will go to like Polish restaurants and stuff like that, and we found some good ones throughout the years. Nice. Cool. Cool. Nice. Uh, So if people want to do the marathon, where can they find out more information? Where can they 
look it up. Like, how, how do people get signed up and get started? So you can just go on the Cleveland Marathon website. Okay. Uh, we do have promo codes on any of our ambassadors. Uh, for example, a quick plug, Adam Save 20. Okay. You can use that. We don't get any cuts or anything like that. We're just here to promote the sport and everything along those lines. So if you uh, type in Adam Save 20, you can save yourself 20%. Uh, we do have uh, affiliated charities as well. Okay. That if you will get a 20% discount as well and be able to benefit their charities of, of choice as you well. Can so I, down. Yeah. So I definitely take a look on that. So that's going to be on the Cleveland Marathon website. But if you follow any of our Instagram accounts, uh, we have, you can't miss it. We're very, 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 very uh, in your face when it comes to how to sign up and stuff like that. We're on the ball with it. What's your Instagram? <clears throat> My Instagram, which is going to be a bit of a goofy story. It is AC, that is A-C-E-Y, <clears throat> excuse me, McGlockster Run Club, which is a wacky story of itself. I'm here for it. AC McGlockster? Mm-hmm. Where's that come from? So, have you ever seen a like a '70s baseball card where it's all mutton chops, afros, yes. and sunglasses and stuff like that? The 1975 Cleveland Indians jersey is my favorite of franchise history. Okay, those are the red tomato jerseys. Where it was. What year are we talking again? '75. Look that up. So that is the red on red on red. Is that you holding your wiener on your phone? His dog was for all. <laughs> Cleveland Marathon, we do apologize. Is my wiener dog. Your wiener dog. Yeah, was that you holding your wiener dog on your phone? On your. Adam, I'm so sorry that he as interrupted your, as, you. As your wallpaper? Do you really love that dog that much? How's that for a pause? Oh! Yeah. yeah. Look at those jerseys, yeah. man. Look at those yes. jerseys. I, I, that's and that's I not even was, with the pants. Yeah. So if you look up a 75 team, yeah, that, the, yeah, those are legit. Those are my favorite of all time. That's too legit. And, uh, yeah. So I bought in college the 75 jersey and I had the 75 hat. So that summer, I grew up mutton chops and I made a <laughs> fake baseball card. And my middle name is Christian. So Adam Christian AC and Glock was my fraternity frat name. Okay. So, or fraternity pledge name, Glock 9, Glock as, 9. as a playoff of my last name, Gokowski, Glock. So I just made it up and made a fake baseball card. That's awesome. So that's all it was, was an alter ego joke. And then when I, I'm, I live in Lakewood. I've been in Lakewood for 10 years now. So when I got my apartment and I created my, my bar and stuff like that, I called it AC McGlocksters. Then once I got into running, I'm like, what would be a fun name? And it was just straight up. My Instagram was just about, you know, for those who are also trying to get into shape. Yeah. Come and follow me, you know, and, and, you know, let's race together. Let's just, you know, support each other. And I'm like, let's do Ace McGlockster Run Club. So then I just kept it and, you know, it makes a funny story. Is that baseball card uh, floating around somewhere? Actually, yeah, it's somewhere. I can probably find it. uh... I think it was my profile picture for quite some time. Can you grow a beard? And for some, well, I could. Okay. For some reason, I chopped it up recently, and I'm having like bad marks on my face. Like I gotta like somehow regrow it again. Like it got patchy after a while. Yeah, I can't really grow a beard. Well, I can, but it's it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. The Eastern European genes. Oh, I was the first one to grow. Well, me and my one buddy in high school were by junior year. We were looking like Abraham Lincoln, man. Wow. It was, yeah. Yeah, so growing a beard was not, mustache. I can't do. Sh- I can't do that. You can't do a mustache. No, no. I can, I can do a mustache. I, mean, I shaved like my face maybe two days yesterday. Ago. <laughs> yeah, yesterday this morning you shaved and now look. At you. I was actually here in the studio shaving <laughs> and then boom. Like uh, you are the definition of five o'clock shadow. Would you, would you have a five o'clock shadow if you shaved in the morning? No, you wouldn't. No, I don't believe that. No, I this, this like like I said this is about two days ago. I do like the shadow. I, you know, I used to have a a big beard. I do miss that. Damn. It was the daily upkeep and the care that was. That's what I'm saying. A lot when it's it going was, to your lips like that, or when your teeth oh. can actually pull it out. Like oh, that's, that's the worst. Depends who you ask. Um, uh, hey, so today, guys, it's been a great show. <laughs> 
wrong with yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> wrong with you, man? What you mean? Uh, no, hey, uh, hey. Never mind. Representing Cleveland, baby. See me in my, in my Browns attire. You know what I'm saying? It looks like there wants to be letters or words here, but there's not. Yeah, bro. I mean, Where'd you get it at? I like the hoodie. From Dick's Sporting Goods. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a where I'm from hoodie though. So you know, Yo, yeah, from, I got you. Hit to where I'm from. They so got those I'm, at rallies too, rally house. Yeah. So I mess with where I'm from. So it is what okay. it is. I got my black tee on, you know. There's nothing to it. Yeah. Yeah. Want one bit of advice for your training? Yes. You uh include smaller races to build up to the bigger race throughout the training. Okay. So five Ks, five milers. That kind of stuff helps. That was always my mentality since day one, and that's helped okay. me significantly. You smaller races, but okay, that's so be it. So be it. Well, I'm, I'm excited. About they're this. gonna see him. Yeah, he's gonna stick out. He'll probably want to have a shirt on. I will have a shirt on. Or he'll probably have on a leather trench coat with fur at the starting line, and then he'll take it off. No, I'll probably wear like headbands and like wristbands. <laughs> looking like, looking like, like semi-pro. Yeah, like semi-pro. Something about the 70s. I'll do something <laughs> like that with, with, with a jersey on or something. People uh, get creative with it, man. Yeah. They, uh, got a banana. Got the banana. Matt's on, he's one of the ambassadors. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Matt's one of yeah. the ambassadors. Well, he wears a banana suit. He, he dresses, he runs mm-hmm. as a banana. Yeah. That's his thing, right? Every time? Mm-hmm. Every it? single one. Yeah. Maybe we got we to gotta find a thing for you. I don't. I don't Maybe want you to be part of it. I you don't could want be the black Elvis. Is, he already talked about the, the chops. Maybe you could. I don't want you to come up with any creative for me. We'll so. figure it out. We'll, we'll come up with something. <laughs> something what about, what about I don't Maybe. want you to come How about now? Mark Henry? How about now? Booker T. Mark Henry. How about stop it? Cheetah suit. How about shut up, man? What's wrong? We do some shit. Hey man, we got it. Thank you, man. No, thank, thank you, you guys. It was a Appreciate pleasure. You being it was here, awesome man. being here, and uh, thank you guys so much for having me. Let's do it just like that. Follow us on Fresh and Fit for now. <laughs> Name change coming soon, guys. Contract in the works. Gotcha.